2: It's the
1: Round Ball Rock Podcast
2: starring Dave Schilling Tony
1: Massenberg Beto Udry, Joey DeVine Fabricio Alberto The Draft Rights to Luis Scola. Jock Vaughn, Sean Keen, Kurt Thomas, musical guest, the Butthole Surfers, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine.
0: Whoa, something's up with the ghost of Don Pardo. Uh, hi, it's me. Uh, your host, your temporary host of Roundball Ball Rock, Joey Devine, and I'm here with another episode. Sean Keen, how are you?
1: I'm good. I'm doing well.
0: Sean has the hiccups because he's an old-timey cartoon drunk.
1: <laughs> I, I, I started eating this, uh, amazing... Uh, pizza topping just out of a jar. Uh, I won't talk about it because I'm sure you've never heard of it, but it's really um, good, but it has a little bit of a kick. Weird inside
0: joke. Weird inside joke there. Um, <clears throat> before we get to uh, our news and our regular show where we talk about bullshit, um, I just wanted to bring up a couple of things. First things first, please follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod, or if you prefer uh, the .com 1.0 version, you can always email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. And um, a little news about roundrockpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be completely transparent here, and I had lost the password to roundrockpod at gmail.com uh-huh. and recently just found it. So if you are Jen from Brooklyn... Who asked for a sticker one year ago mm-hmm. or uh John um, who wanted fantasy team names? Uh, I emailed you yesterday when I refound the email password. please email me back because I feel bad
1: yeah, uh, I think that one look, I understand, but also we we do have two... Awkward email addresses that you can uh, contact, and I think that's Yeah, was probably... I was checking
0: the old one. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, at, on Twitter, at Brosif Conrad, uh, asked us to um, name his fantasy basketball teams. Again, we'll name your fantasy teams for $1.
1: We will do it. It is fantasy just, team season. Any just, theme...
0: Yeah, just Venmo me at Joey Divine, that's mm-hmm. Devine. That's uh, D E V I N E. $1 per team and uh, some information about what you'd want your team to be named. Our friend at Brosif Conrad is a uh, Sonics fan from Seattle. Rest in peace. Uh-huh. Um, and some of the name choices we sent him were uh, Clay Bennett, Suck My Dick. <laughs> Half Radmanovich, half Radmazinov had Had amazing it it, it, it it works much better in print. Uh, no one f Brent Berry's wife when he was whoa, a Sonic. Whoa. Uh That's Sons probably of Sam true. Perkins. <laughs> you say tomato, I say Potapenko. <laughs> uh Furious George in the microaggressions. Uh Sharp Lewis and the Earl Watson twins. Yeah. Damien uh, Damian Wilkins Inside Job, which doesn't really make any sense, but uh, I thought Come it out. read sort of funny. Uh, <laughs> the Chronicles of Ridden uh, The Vincent View universe, <laughs> Det
1: Lefford.
0: Jerome James from My Morning Jacket. That one is too stupid.
1: <laughs> God, what if he uh, what if he joined the band though? Just a yeah, big. What does he weigh? Like three
0: fifty now? What do you think? Uh, X Man, the last McDaniel, uh, Wu Tom Clan returned to thirty six chambers.
1: <laughs> that's very dumb. Uh, we had Jeff Green when his heart still worked. Oh, see, that's a, that's lengthy, but it tells a good story. Yeah,
0: uh, and uh, never forget Patrick Ewing died in Seattle. That's right. Uh, um. Again, if you want fantasy team name options, you give us a dollar, we'll send you a list of very dumb things. <laughs> uh, Sean, do we have any other news we want to talk about?
1: Uh, oh, like like business for the podcast? Yeah, I think I got everything right. Yeah, we'll have a, We'll have a Patreon around the time we start doing previews. Oh, you know what? You know what I would say if you're a if you're a roundball listener and you feel like you're on. Uh, like an unrepresented team. Uh, Because we know, we obviously know far too many Laker fans.
0: We Uh, know mainly the teams we know. We know a lot of Lakers fans. mm. We know a lot of Blazer fans. Yeah. We know a lot of Celtics fans. Oh, I know. And uh, we know several Warriors fans. Yeah.
1: So we've got, you know, we have like, if you've listened to the podcast, you know we have some fairly regular but if you're if you like uh say you know a lot about the new orleans pelicans or you're a phoenix suns fan something that i'm not entirely sure exists outside of the internet and the city of scottsdale uh yeah if
0: you're a proponent of the timeline
1: yeah yeah exactly (laughs)
0: hashtag timeline uh
1: we we would like to hear from maybe some of the if you if you think that you have an opinion on a unrepresented round ball team, uh, hit us up.
0: Yeah, in fact, hit us up and uh, give us a give us a, a good couple sentence rant yeah. at our Google Voice number. Oh,
1: that's right. Let's put which in the-
0: <laughs> we'll insert right here.
2: Three, two, three, six, eight, two, zero. Three, four, two.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, we want to hear from you. Yell at us. Tell us why we suck for not talking about your shitty, shitty basketball team.
1: Or, All you right. know, in theory, <laughs> going way too far against teams for no reason, which might apply to... Six to 19 of the teams in the NBA, based on Mike on this podcast.
0: Listen, we don't want to hear from you if you're a Boston Celtics
1: fan. You, so you Mike have Malloy your forums. For you. Yeah, yeah. I saw Mike <laughs> last night. Uh, he's currently taking down Louis C.K., but he will be back with some Celtics takes very soon. Uh, yeah,
0: I was going to bring that up. Uh, our top story today is. Uh, um. Manu Ginobili retired and immediately Louis C.K. came back. Yeah. Uh, the world is way worse. <laughs> Already. It's been one day and the world is much, much worse.
1: Uh huh. Brian Singer is going to start directing movies again. <laughs> um, Kevin Spacey has been unbanned from a gym in West Hollywood. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. I would like to see a video of. Uh, like, Louie doing a surprise set and then Manu rising up and slapping him down like he was a bat? Yeah. Like that would have be been great. pretty tight. Um,
0: but, yeah, let's talk about Manu, I guess, right? Um, um, yeah, I guess that's probably the top story. <laughs> it is the, it's the actual, I mean, the top story is really the first sign Quincy Pondexter. Yeah, I was, but...
1: I was just trying to make that a weird reveal but uh, yeah they have Quincy Pondexter a man whose body is actually older than Manu's despite being technically a full decade younger
0: hey i like quincy pondexter yeah, though yeah, i think, think
1: like if he, he's he healthy just,
0: again he's good
1: he just he just had like a horribly botched knee surgery right yeah
0: i want uh yeah wasn't it botched by um the new orleans
1: saints training <laughs> staff i'm Probably. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, well, he actually, I didn't realize he actually played a couple games last year. Yeah, he
0: did. For the I, Bulls. He was like
1: trade fodder, but then, you know, he's, I think he's probably going to be able to um, shoot threes pretty well, even if he's kind of gimpy, but I'm just happy, I'm happy he's back. There's two goddamn Here's the thing about Quincy with...
0: Pondaxter.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he's
1: Spursy as fuck. Oh, he is absolute. Like, the Spurs don't even want you until you've blown out your knee once. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just, like, that, that just takes away a lot of... Like, you don't want that much individual... You need that system, like a knee brace. Yeah, he almost died. Yeah. It's... Anyway, I'm really glad he's back, even though this ordeal may have aged him tremendously. But, yeah, he, uh... God, it was yeah, so he had a he uh Ugh.
0: Anyway, anyway. let's talk about Manu. Uh sorry, i, I instead of you out. silently reading Quincy Pondexter's medical history, yeah, you it's, sick it's, freak. It's
1: terrible. Uh,
0: <laughs> um so Manu, number one career highlight is the bat, correct?
1: I think that's I think that's the the height of his achievements. Number two is the block on James Harden. Yeah, we're looking at, like, individual moments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: number three is that ESPN yeah. Magazine interview I read with Larry Hughes one time where he described guarding uh, Manu Ginobili, and he said that, I don't know what happened, I was guarding him, and then he tripped himself, and then he uh, had a layup. <laughs> um,
1: I'd say Um, it seems like he hit... Uh, back-breaking three-pointers against the Warriors 28 different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The 2013 Including, Plus, like, even last year in a playoff series. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's amazing, given yeah. how late in his career the Warriors were even in the playoffs, that he managed to hurt them as badly as he did in those limited opportunities.
0: Um. So, Sean, yeah. I have a list here. That is the highest career plus-minus since 1996-97. Uh-huh. Uh, it is a list of t- 10 players. Uh, I'll give you Manu Ginobili as number four at plus 6,418. Wow! Would you like to guess some other players? Also, he played like 20 less minutes than the three guys ahead of him. What's oh, wait game.
1: So, so what what's the time? What's the where does this beginning end?
0: 96 to now including the playoffs.
1: Okay. Uh is LeBron up there? He is number 2. Uh is Tim Duncan up there? He is number 1. He's number 1. Number 3. Tim Duncan was
0: plus 10,000. <laughs> for his career? Even. Yeah. Uh LeBron James was is plus seven thousand. So Tim Duncan, that seems like an unbreakable record to me. <laughs> Being three thousand ahead of the second guy. And, <laughs> and the second, second guy's guy LeBron. Is possibly the greatest player of all time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh also he now plays with Lance Stevenson and JaVale McGee. So I don't know if LeBron's come back. Uh who's number three? Is it it, is it Tony Parker?
0: No. no, Tony Parker is number five. Hmm. Uh, he plays in the same state as Tony Parker. Is it Dirk? This man, Dirk. DeVosay. It is Dirk. the uh, next guy, Shaquille O'Neal stole a television show up from him. Uh, that that would be Steve Nash. It is correct, I... Steve Nash at five
1: thousand two hundred forty-three. Um, isn't. Isn't that show better with Shaq? Yes. No, like, yes, it just, is. Oh, can Steve Nash do this other thing? It's like, oh, an ordinary-looking guy. Yeah, a guy it's who's like an ordinary size. And also just sort of <clears throat> talks like this. Doesn't really have that exciting <laughs> a voice.
0: Um, <laughs> all right, the next... <laughs> the next guy, uh, everyone thought he was going to be good at TV, and then he was very bad at TV.
1: Uh paul pierce reggie miller mark jackson no (laughs) no he was paul pierce's teammate oh kevin garnett kevin
0: garnett that is correct (laughs) and the next guy is the reason i'm reading you this list
1: um oh my god best uh, career plus minus since 96 and i'm guessing this is a wild card
0: sure is baby um he is a multiple time champion okay uh but he was never even the third best player on his team i think (laughs) also everyone hates him
1: (laughs) wow he was wait he was not even the third best player on his team yeah Uh, but, but he's a multiple champion okay hang on
0: he's won a lot of rings bruce
1: bowen no. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> um, he's a he's a teammate with an, another person on this list.
1: Okay. Um. Uh, and he's won multiple titles. Is it?
0: Everyone hates him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone hates him, and we've passed. We have already passed Tony Parker. on Yeah. This the list.
0: longer he's in the public eye, the more people hate him. Wow. Uh, he's he's like the NBA's greatest
1: con man. <laughs> oh, my God. What, Phil Jackson? No, <laughs> no
0: but you're close.
1: <laughs> uh, Derek you... Fisher.
0: It is Derek oh,
1: Fisher. Oh. oh, that made me feel so bad. Oh, <laughs> just saying it out loud. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh... God, what a fraud.
0: Well, what's hilarious about this is you know who's not on this list? Uh, Kobe
1: Bryant, baby. Oh no! <laughs> That's uh, Smush Parker's fault, Joey.
0: <laughs> um, so there's one other person on this list, and I would say he's um, he's the NBA's greatest Christmas caroler.
1: That's Rasheed Wallace. Yes, Rashid wow. Wallace. <laughs> sort of shocking, and so Rasheed Wallace had a better plus minus than Kobe Bryant.
0: Much better, apparently. I mean I only screenshot the top ten, so
1: Yeah, you only need maybe top he's 10. eleven. Yeah, he uh, he could yeah, I'm sure they'll say he's eleven. What well, you know what that means we gotta start painting over those LeBron murals with some Rashid Wallace murals, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no one would even be mad. Throw be up, like, Derek yeah, Fischer. that's actually cooler.
0: No, you gotta throw up Derek Fisher on the oh, rest, dude. Derek <laughs> Fisher and
1: Rashid. Derek, Derek, Rashid Derek Rashid Fisher's Wallace. a better Laker. So yeah, it says plus I, minus. I guess that's true. It, that's the pantheon. It's like <laughs> w- magic. Kareem, Will, Shaq, Shaq, Fisher, and then then Jerry West and Kobe Bryant somewhere below them.
0: Well, and then Jerry Bus and like multiple, like a cadre of like scantily clad women behind him. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then like eventually, you're like, oh, Jerry Bus is he gonna bang those girls? And it's like, no, he's just gonna play poker. <laughs> Um,
0: So, yeah, is there anything we really want to say about Manu? Uh,
2: We kind of
1: did this already. Yeah, we sort of talked about it when we thought he was going to retire. I still think that he might be our greatest balding athlete of all time. Like, obviously, Michael Jordan shaved his head, and most guys do shave their heads at this point. But, like, just a dude who is like prematurely old man bald for a long time and still achieving like it's it's kind of rare i would say well the weird thing
0: about his balding Uh is he came to the nba pretty old and was not balding like he had like long floppy hair for quite a while without a
1: bald spot i mean that's what that's what really stands out because he's like He's 41 now. So he start when he started with the Spurs, he was like 25, 26, 25. Tw- yeah, he had just turned 25. And it's just like we got to see the receding, the bald spot and at no point I just like that he didn't shave his head. Now, granted, he is from Argentina. He did kind of well, I mean, he cut his hair shorter, but like do you think it's that he's from Argentina and yeah, like there's got, a bad like, the
0: major dad?
1: Yeah. But do you think there's a bad association if you're from Argentina and you shave your head because of the Nazis? Like, is that because that's where they hid after the war? I don't
0: think so, because the Nazis uh, shave their head. That's later. Skinheads are later.
2: Oh, OK. You know so I mean? he's more. He's a classic
1: guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a the the classical Nazis. Your classic Nazis. I don't think had shaved oh, heads. Oh, you just go high. Like,
1: yeah, you just go high and tight. I guess. Or
0: like chest tattoos with the swastika on them. Which or they also, also didn't has... listen to the band Screwdriver. <laughs> or uh, dunk on people while playing basketball on Venice
1: Beach. Um. Okay. Qu- quiz. Who <laughs> you really just let that one go by? All right. <laughs> dunk on people at Venice Beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, it, it is uh okay here's a quiz for you who has more all-star appearances Manu Ginobili or David Lee Well you're asking so it's got to be David
0: Lee but that seems like a fucking war crime
1: It's a, it's a tie they've both made two
0: all-star oh. teams Manu should have made way more than two Uh I think that's probably right uh, Fucking pop, dude. Like one of the things. Look, I know we're all pro pop now because pop became like fun later. Uh-huh. And now he's like uh he's like basically a Krasenstein brother. Um, well, no, he's more like Peter Struck, I guess.
1: I don't right? know. Who the, pe- uh, I don't know who Peter Struck is.
0: He's that. Uh,
1: he's that FBI agent that was like screaming oh, at God. Congress. Well, I guess because <laughs> guess... pop is part of the deep state. Yeah, he is a former CIA... I mean, he's probably still a CIA mole. <laughs> um, Learned about the CIA? You don't leave blood in, blood out at the CIA. But Usually was... you just drink yourself to death to get out of the agency, actually.
0: But Popovich was so not fun until, like, five years ago. And all he did was squash Manu's freedom. Like, look, if Manu Ginobili played for Don Nelson, he'd have zero championships but also a billion highlight reels and also would have retired six years earlier (laughs) because he would have been playing 52 minutes a game somehow
1: (laughs) that is some classic i mean even mark jackson uh that that game where the Warriors almost upset the Spurs and lost in overtime, game one in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steph Curry didn't come out of the game after halftime. He probably should have come out of the game for a minute or two. I'm he just say looked that. very tired in he, that game. Yeah, too. he was very tired because, uh, yeah, cause he didn't sit down in the game of basketball. What are, What are you gonna associate Manu with the most? Is it like mainly bad murder? Yeah uh he like he probably like threw more passes through people's legs than anyone else yeah for sure it which is weird because he wasn't really a point i mean i guess he was basically their backup point guard the whole time but uh i like the style that that shows you know what i mean like like there's no it's not really that much of a reason to ever do that but he just did it a lot because it was super cool
0: also, he's the only player I've ever seen fall down on offense and not flop. You know? You know what I mean? Where he's like...
1: Wait, you don't think Manu was a flopper?
0: Oh, he was a flopper for sure. But, like, not... I never felt like Manu's flopping was, like,
1: super egregious,
0: frankly. Like, he's, like, whatever. He was too, he was too fun to be annoying... Uh, but I just mean, like, he fell down on offense a lot, and it was to, like, get a weird angle on a pass.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> that he, you're saying that he used, like, the the bottom three feet of the ground. like Yeah, he <laughs>
0: was able to play both above the rim and barely above the ground.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, one thing that's kind of awesome about Manu is he was still dunking. Very late in his career, pretty hard. Yeah, like
0: last year, he still dunked a couple of times real hard. (laughs) Yeah, it was
1: tight. I love it. Do you think he's going to keep living in San Antonio? Probably. I I mean, mean, where else would he move? Doesn't seem like any of those guys really leave, exactly. Uh, Does he not have a... What is his... Oh, here's the question I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um,
0: So, did Kawhi Leonard... The Kawhi Leonard saga just murder the Spurs? Is this it? Like
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, like Yeah, because I mean you can I mean obviously there's still the Spurs, but when you think about the Capital S Spurs, I mean how many how many guys are left okay, so they won the title four years ago. How many of those guys are still on the team? Any anybody? It's just Patty Patty Mills? Mills. I think yeah. that's right, yeah. Uh, so, yes. Because I, I kind of think that.
0: Well, Tony my Barger question was pro- going to be if Kawhi, if that doesn't happen, do they just bring. Do these guys come back this year?
1: I think Monty might have. He's pretty old. But, uh, oh, Bellinelli's back. They also have Bellinelli. I yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> uh,. But yeah, Bellinelli doesn't belong to
0: one team. He belongs to all teams. Yeah, I guess that's true.
1: Uh, (laughs) But I don't, I don't, I think Manu was probably retiring, but he might have thought about it if Kawhi was back. But I mean, like, even Danny Green is gone now. So yeah, it's a different team now. It's It's a weird team. It's finally LaMarcus Aldridge's team.
0: He's wanted this forever,
1: and honestly, he's been kind of carrying this team. I gotta say, future Hall of Famer Lamarcus Aldridge.
0: No, don't you dare! I'm I'm sorry, he's making the Hall of Fame though. (laughs) Oh, the Hall of Fame is so stupid. (laughs) But he deserves it.
1: I mean, how many how many All Star teams does he need to make? I don't know. He's made six. That's more than Manu.
0: (laughs) That's so depressing. Also, can we talk about that, actually? Uh Um, The Basketball Hall of Fame is stupid. All Hall of Fames are stupid. uh, Except for, of course, uh, the video game Hall of Fame. uh, uh, Because they'll never blackball
1: my man, Billy Mitchell. Um, oh, oh, I wasn't sure if the Video Game Hall of Fame was for people or games. I think it's for games. I made it up. Okay. But
0: okay. Um, <laughs> Twin Galaxies, I believe, is technically the Video Game Hall of Fame, and they uh-huh. did blackball my man, <gasps> Billy Mitchell. Oh,
2: no. Um,
0: yeah, he was – it's a long story. We don't have to get in – we can't get into that now. We literally But cannot. Hall of Fames are stupid. Arguing about Hall of Fames is really stupid. Um. The only Hall of Fame possibly dumber than the Basketball Hall of Fame is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, I don't want to argue about them anymore. And also, Manu is like way too memorable to like fight over whether he deserves to be in one or not, I think.
1: Uh, I just want to take this opportunity to uh, promote that I have two articles coming up about the basketball hall of fame <laughs> one's about the best players who haven't been in it the other one's about new inductees jason kidd and grant hill and how their paths crossed a bunch of times in their careers uh
0: co-rookies of the year
1: yeah they were in that Now, uh...
0: co-hall of famers they should also be on one plaque they should Whoa. also have to share one hall of fame plaque wow
1: <laughs> i mean i guess yeah that it's gonna be a, a picture of Jason Kidd throwing a cookie into Grant Hill's diseased ankle. No, his
0: sprite into his sprite. <laughs> Let's keep it clean. It's the whole thing. I'm just trying to pick the most there memorable <laughs> moments of their careers.
1: <laughs> uh, what a do you weird want to silently
0: sprite? read Grant Hill's medical records while uh, saying "Ugh"? Right? It now? So
1: <laughs> gross. His was um, he, he came pretty close to dying.
0: I believe he almost did die on the operating table at uh, Universal uh, Studios Orlando or wherever the Magic had that surgery done.
1: Yeah, it's because they they let Wilson Chandler uh, put his teeth on the equipment, and that made him very diseased. I like that you and I are pretty much the only two people that know that Wilson Chandler's teeth knocked David Lee out for like three months one time. Well, I imagine David Lee and Wilson Chandler know, so that's I bet, four. I bet Wilson Chandler kind of has no idea.
0: He <laughs> I mean, didn't really affect I be- him. I believe that also happened to Dirk and Carl Landry at one point too, where Carl Landry's teeth were in Dirk's arm. Oh man! Well, um, Carl Landry underrated NBA tough guy, by the way. Yeah, he uh, got
1: he got he survived a shooting. And then played
0: in the playoffs like four days later.
1: I feel like Carl Landry, did he have one devastating injury that just ended his career? Yes. Man, he really, I think probably being shot did not help his career. I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) Okay. Don't shoot Carl Landry ever again.
0: Yeah, please. We love Carl Landry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Sean, did you want to talk about Tim Duncan's haircut?
1: Oh, yeah, that, just, when you're talking about the decline of the Spurs, like, the same week Manu retired, Tim Duncan got a high-top fade, and, uh, I believe he retired from attractiveness. So that's what he did. Uh, I just imagine, like, it's weird that Tim Duncan's, like, a single man, but he kind of... Still hangs out with the Spurs all the time, which is like.
0: Well, what else is he gonna do? Play Fortnite all day and read Punisher comics.
1: Well, and He's gotta he get has out his, of the basement. He has his. Well, he has a garage where he like works he on lets cars. Be honest.
0: He's not
1: at that garage. He just
0: owns that garage.
1: No, I think he is because it's like a. But but the garage is like a block away from the Spurs training facility. So like I mean, yes, he's probably not at that garage that much. I just mean (laughs) I just mean his his life is like he probably stops by the garage because you know, he's been at practice. He's like how often do you think Tim Duncan sleeps at the Spurs practice facility now? Maybe like once a month. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like he's just he's too worked he's working out, he's playing video games on a big screen and Yeah. Um
0: all right, should we get to the rookie poll, Let's Sean? go to the rookie poll. This we is, love the rookie poll. This is one of my fun, favorite things. I
1: love hearing what <laughs> the rookies say. Also, there's there's a lot. They poll a lot of rookies, I think. Yes, they poll them all. Yeah, so it's like it ends up being a set of, like, what, like 80 guys probably? Yeah, More like than that, actually. Yeah.
0: Um. All right, so they asked the rookies who will win rookie of the year. Yes. Uh, just... For a, uh, just a heads up, last year they said it would be Dennis Smith Jr., uh, which I believe is also what we predicted.
1: <laughs> that is, yeah, although although we were telling people they should bet on uh, Bogdan, but that was that was an odds play. Yeah, that was an odds play. Um,
0: so number one was oh we had a tie. It was DeAndre uh-huh. Ayton and Colin Sexton. I'm going to tell you. Both got eighteen percent of the vote. I agree with one of those picks. Is it Colin Sexton? It's not Colin Sexton. Oh, see, I kind of think it might be Colin I think Sexton. Colin Sexton's <laughs> going to
1: win Rookie of the Year.
0: He's going to have the ball a hundred percent of the time, and no one else is on that team Kevin that gives Love, a shit, baby.
1: All yeah. Okay. Your Hall of Famer, Kevin Love. Yeah, isn't it a bummer to realize that all these things are like you hear it and you're like, "Kevin Love's not it." A- oh, he is. He's definitely. A <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge, almost a lock, I'll say.
0: Um, tied for third. Uh huh. Uh, we have Luka Doncic and Kevin Knox at nine percent. Uh huh. Uh, then at number five we have Mohammed Bont. We have another tie. We have a four-way tie. Uh huh. Muhammad Bamba, Michael Porter Jr., Uh Trey Young, Uh and someone named Devontae Graham. I'm going to be honest, I don't know who that is, and I was at Summer League. I thought that
1: was, like, a mistake at first. Also, he hurt his knee in Summer League. No, he went to—he's, like, uh, the, the Kansas point guard. That's who he is. But he's, like, he's 23 years old, you know. I mean, he, he was uh, he was the Big 12 Player of the Year, and okay. uh, he was the number 34 pick. He's not going to win Rookie of the Year, Joey. Look, I don't watch college basketball. Uh, I
0: only watch Summer League, and if you're hurt for Summer League, I don't know who you are. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Well, it just, it's not, I, I just wouldn't really think that this is the guy you want to be putting your money on, especially on a team that has a point guard.
0: Six percent of uh, the rookies said for all those guys. Um, yeah, should we talk about who's going to get the who's going to have the best career? Well, who oh, you, also, oh, yeah, is yeah, Michael yeah. Porter Jr. going to play next year?
1: Yeah, he's going to play.
0: You think so? Okay. He says
1: he. He says he feels. I, th- I think he just. Uh, you know he 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 seems like his most recent surgery has. Uh, Made him not have his back hurt all the time. Well,
0: I mean, his back wasn't uh, healthy enough to chase that man down who uh, (laughs) owed him money.
1: That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. How would you feel differently about that story if Michael Porter Jr. had, like, chased the guy down and, like, you know, held him by the collar until he produced cash? I mean, I don't, I wouldn't feel better is not how I would describe (laughs) that. Um,. Uh are these do you feel like these rookies are leaving anyone out, Joey? Of potential rookies of the year? Hmm.
0: I mean, I'm not really seeing anybody, are you? Uh
1: I think I think there is a chance for uh Mr. Wendell Carter Jr. Oh sure, or Jaron Jackson Jr. Perhaps I think Devontae Graham has no chance, and I would also <laughs> say that I would be extremely surprised if Mo Bamba was a rookie of the year contender. Sure, yeah. I think he's gonna play a lot though, right? I mean, why not? But also, who knows? <laughs> it's Orlando, baby. Um, <laughs> Wait, they, all right? They, let's they go got to Mozgov, right?
0: No, Mozgov's on the Nets, right?
1: Oh, no, no, I guess they and, do have two Mozgov. two trades ago. God, Mozgov I forgot. Mozgov has been a hornet, and uh, Bismack's gone.
0: So they have Mozgov and...
1: Um... Vucevic. <sighs>
0: Maurice Spates is in China, so they don't have him anymore.
1: Also, Jonathan Isaac <clears throat> is, like, 6'11", right? Yeah, but he's, like, a 4'. There's too just, many bigs. I'm just saying he Jonathan Isaac <laughs> watching him with Mo Bama, Like Mo Bama's clearly the center, but I'm like, these guys don't have like dissimilar builds, you know? No.
0: Um, all right. Let's talk about which rookie will have the best career, according to the rookies. Yeah. Uh Wendell Carter Jr. of Chicago led with thirteen percent of the vote. Uh-huh. Uh Kevin Knox. New York Knicks, ten percent of the vote, uh-huh. uh, which that is. Look, I liked Kevin Knox. Uh, I, I, but I, I would say there's a high variance. Yeah. With what's going to happen there, I do uh,
1: understand that pick, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Jerome Robinson with the Clippers.
1: I'm going to say ten percent. I, I don't really understand that pick, but maybe he's good. No. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Uh, DeAndre Ayton with Phoenix at 7%. Okay. Mo Bamba, Orlando, 7%. Okay. Mikhail Bridges, Phoenix, 7%. I kind of get that, too. Colin Sexton, Cleveland, 7%. I, uh, you, if you like your point guards at five 512? Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, and Lonnie Walker, the fourth
0: San Antonio, seven
1: percent. I'm shocked that he's that high. I think he's really cool, though. Maybe they're like, "Yeah, he's on the Spurs. He's going to get plenty of minutes now that those those old bags have left the t- left, clearing the uh, way can, for the youth."
0: Can I tell you something? Who someone who got zero votes?
1: Yes, please.
0: Uh, Luka Doncic,
1: none, no votes, no even votes. in the even in the also receiving votes. Uh
0: yeah, well, I was going to go over oh, that yeah, yeah. now. yeah, please, uh, please. Troy Brown Jr., Hamadou uh-huh. Diallo, and uh-huh. Dante DiVincenzo, the Michael Jordan of Delaware, yes. all received more votes than Luka Doncic.
1: By the way, can I can I just say right now, Elena Deladon is the Michael Jordan of Delaware. Fair. Yeah. Um,
0: Can I also say, uh, real quick, Luka Doncic, vote for yourself, man.
1: <laughs> Who do you think he voted for? <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he voted for his. I bet he voted
1: for Jalen Brunson,
0: his teammate. Oh,
1: yeah, I could see that. Oh, by the by the way, the rookies always just pick somebody from Duke for this award. Yeah, it's always like like last year was Lonzo and Tatum, and I think it's like six years in a row. It's been whoever the highest pick Duke guy. Even though I would say empirically, not that safe a bet.
0: Well, next year it'll be Zaire Smith.
1: Um, all right. Um,
0: our wait, next... wait, what, wait. Who who will it be? Zaire Smith, or not Zaire Smith? Um. Oh, that uh, Zion Williams. Oh, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, the yeah. other Z, the Z man, Zion yeah, yeah. Williams. That's what I'm calling him from now on. Yeah. Um, that's
1: Lauren Hill's son, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. According to uh, our friend Damon Agnos, it is. Yes. And I believe everything Damon tells
1: me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um,
0: all right, our next question. Which rookie was the biggest steal at where he was selected in the draft? And last year, the rookie selected Donovan Mitchell. So we should maybe pay attention to this one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, your number one choice was uh-huh. Keita Bates-Jopp with Minnesota. I he was think... picked number
1: 48, 13% of the vote. Yeah, that seems like a that seems like a good like I got I got to say picking number 48, I do think this guy's probably going to be pretty decent, but uh not the boldest choice, like the most famous, the guy who famously dropped the most. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um Michael Porter Jr and Lonnie Walker were both tied at 10% of the, the vote.
1: Uh I uh, I got to say I also understand the Michael Porter Jr thing because he's either doesn't it seem like he's either going to wash out completely or be an all-star? Yes, sure does. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um uh and then number f- uh tied for number 3 Jalen Brunson and Gary Trent Jr., who are both basically the same guy, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> Gary,
1: Gary Trent, uh, he seems like he can really shoot. The liability for him is, uh, he's he's not very big, is he?
0: I just mean, they're both, like, sons of NBA players who are, like...
1: Uh-oh.
0: The same, who are both, like, 6'3 and, like, slow... <laughs> Yeah yeah yeah.
1: I mean I I kind of I think I think with Gary Trent Jr. it's more that he is short than he is slow, but yes, I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. And also yeah, like like of course they're way more famous than they would be if this was like Jalen Williams and Gary Daniels. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, which rookie is the most athletic? Last year they said Dennis Smith Jr. I still think they were correct. This is a weird, like, poll well, question. Well, let's but, yeah. be honest. Ben Simmons, not a rookie,
1: but he's the actual answer here. Oh, man. Donovan Mitchell is going to be writing in angrily to our podcast. <laughs>
0: um, but they said at 24%, a landslide. Uh huh. Uh, Zaire Smith of Philadelphia.
1: Who we mostly saw fall down at some really. Yeah, he fell down a
0: lot. And not in like a cool Manu Ginobili way. Yeah. In like a uh, Anthony Randolph way. Uh Uh-huh. Guard Anthony Randolph way. Uh, Then Hamadou Diallo, Josh Kogi, Lonnie Walker IV, Marvin Bagley III, and Miles Bridges. All seem pretty good to me, right? I didn't
1: realize Miles Bridges was that athletic, but I guess he. I guess he is. Oh, he yams on people, dude. Yeah. Uh, also, you can tell that these rookies uh, watch the big college basketball programs because yeah. all these like Kansas and Kentucky guys. I mean, maybe uh, maybe Dialu is like an athletic freak. Again, we don't really watch college basketball. Uh, all right, which rookie is the best shooter? Uh-huh. Last year was
0: Luke Kennard, obviously. Uh, this Luke year Kennard, was a
1: sweet shooting. <laughs>
0: Luke uh, this year was a fucking landslide. Trey Young, 47%.
1: Yeah, that's just correct. Right? And then
0: his uh, little brother, Kevin Herter, uh-huh. 13%. <laughs> uh, then uh, this year's Josh Hart's, Fee <laughs> Uh Then Gary Trent Jr., Grayson Allen, who. Maybe he's the best shooter if he's shooting at your legs to kneecap yeah. you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and again, the Michael, the the uh, Michael Jordan of Delaware, Dante Divincenzo.
1: So I'm gonna say the Dante picks are he's not a bad shooter, but like the the, the those only those people are based who watch on that the, one the game. NCAA, yeah, the NCAA <laughs> final. Yeah, which uh, is a game I also watched some of. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah it's, uh, you know, Luke Kennard did shoot pretty well from three last year. I kind of think of this, like, do you think they think of it as, like, it's the white who's going to make the three? Yeah, it is kind of the white guy <laughs> award. Uh, but it, do you think they're thinking, like, who's the best at making threes or who's the best at just, like, making shots? Because they're I don't, thinking
0: making threes.
1: Yeah, because I don't think Luke Kennard, makes like a ton of shots
0: the white guy award dude all right um which rookie is the best defender last year went to josh jackson
1: obviously Uh, the correct choice i don't know another man i saw (laughs) fall down a lot during summer league Um, who was the the best defender among the rookies last year not counting ben simmons (laughs) um i don't even know dude yeah it's like something you don't think about that much. They should have a rookie care. they should have a rookie. I don't care about rookie defense.
0: defense. <laughs> um
1: yeah, I, we're not. Uh, <laughs> what? imagine being like super excited about rookie defense. Oh obviously the best defender was Jason Tatum. Do you see the way he went after those guys? Jesus Christ. No, Sean. No. <laughs> I think he I think he actually
0: was now that I'm looking at this list. <laughs> I
1: think it was him.
0: Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm still saying no to that. I just don't know um, who else
1: it is. It was
0: probably Jonathan Isaac. He was just hurt all year. Well, yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> um, so which rookie is the best of Ender? Last year they said Josh Jackson. Um, <clears throat> 29%, another landslide, said Javon Carter.
1: Real tough guy, Javon Carter.
0: Uh, then Mo Bamba, then Josh Kogey, then Mikhail Bridges. Then a guy who's gotten no votes considering he was picked like fourth in the draft, Jaron Jackson Jr., who would have been my
1: guest for this award. I think that's probably I mean, I like that. Uh, yeah. Javon Carter was the college defensive player of the year. And uh he is very he does seem very hard nosed. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I would I would probably pick a first round pick. I, I mean
0: I saw I saw Jaron Jackson Jr. have like eight blocks in a summer league game. And I know blocks are like not super they they actually don't mean a lot based well, like on your summer day. league at least, yeah. No, no, I just mean based on defense, like Javel McGee gets oh, a lot wow. of blocks and yeah. he's not a good defender. Um Right, which rookie is the best playmaker? Last year, they said Lonzo. Again, Ben Simmons should have won this award. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, they said Trey, Trey Young by a lot, 35%. Uh-huh. Then Jalen Brunson, and then finally, they were like, I guess I'll say Luka Doncic. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's tied with she- with Shea Gilgis-Alexander and him Sexton, and then Troy Brown Jr. and Aaron Holiday. Wow. Um uh those seem I, right to me i don't know uh,
1: i mean like I'm, i i kind of don't exactly know <laughs> what people mean by playmaker all the time either like like is that passing or is that it's passing it's passing seems like like the ultimate play though is uh making a layup at the rim yeah but it's they <laughs> mean passing
0: um all right uh who's your favorite player in the league last year it was lebron james this year, it is also LeBron James it's, uh, at 29% of the vote. Not close. Uh, Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, weirdly, were both tied at
1: 9%. Sounds like these
0: rookies like snakes, huh? Uh, then Giannis, Chris Paul, and Dwayne Wade all tied at 6%. And with, with of course, Russell Westbrook. Which Do uh, any of those
1: guys really surprise you? Chris Paul. Yeah, a little higher than I would have thought. Yeah. <clears throat> um, they love. Other they people love the receiving
0: vote. votes. Uh-huh. This is a good list. Kobe Bryant.
1: Uh, ben and uh, He'll never leave this list. Marcus Cousins. Uh, surprisingly Anthony... high. I would say that he's that he's ninth.
0: There were a lot of big guys in this draft.
1: Yeah. Though.
0: Yeah. Um, Anthony Davis. Uh
1: huh. Paul George. Come on. No, no one's favorite player no is Paul George. Uh, maybe uh, Adam Levine's. Uh, no, he he
0: got that late. He got that uh, got that LeBron uh, jersey in the mail. Didn't you see that? Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, James Harden should be much higher on this list. Frankly,
1: surprisingly, they are weirdly yeah the rookies don't like him. Maybe he thought to
0: beat him up. Drew and Justin Holiday. All right. Which, let's be honest, we know who voted for that. Uh, their brother, Aaron. That's yeah. Their brother, Aaron. <laughs> uh, John Wall.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Nick Young.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then finally, uh-huh. the yeah. weirdest fucking one, someone said Yusuf Nurkic was their favorite NBA yeah. player.
1: Was that, like, Svi? Uh.
0: I mean, I don't want to pretend to know which countries these guys are from yeah so i don't know but i assume yes (laughs) i assume yes it's someone who knows yusuf Nurkic.
1: yeah i feel like that's yeah i think i think that's uh i I don't know it could have been it could have been a uh take it or break it listener
0: Uh uh-huh
1: um whose favorite player is nick young I don't. I don't understand who that would even be, <laughs> right? I think it was Lonnie Walker, dude. You think Lonnie Walker's favorite player is Nick Young? That that's yeah, not a bad he, guess at all. He's
0: coming for the throne, dude.
1: <laughs> he's
0: coming for that Nick Young
1: throne. Uh,
0: yeah. He's already said some wild shit on Twitter. He's got like super swag. Loves to just jack up. Freeze. Yeah. Uh, he's more athletic than Nick Young was. I think. Yeah. The- but other than that, it's perfect. It's got to be Lonnie
1: Walker. I'm going to say uh, Zanin and Musa, the the rookie for the 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 29th pick of the draft. Uh, the only other Bosnian rookie. I'm going to say that he picked <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic. Fair. Look, if you're um, from if you're from a former Yugoslavian republic and you want to set me straight, I'm, I'm happy to be corrected on this one.
0: Um. Also, I think it's pretty clear who said John Wall.
1: Uh would that be uh, Troy Brown Jr. Y-
0: yes, I would I would think so, yeah. yeah. Um Who would be the weirdest player for to be on this list? Oh, as someone's favorite? Yeah. Yusuf Nurkic is
1: I, mean, I don't know is... if we can come
0: up with one wilder than Nurk.
1: Nurk's, but I mean, it, it's only because he has that uh, geographically specific origin. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering about, like, Gorg- Gorgie Jang. That seems like he would be the weirdest. Uh, <laughs> that someone's like, yeah, man, I just I just like his game. I like the way he... <laughs> and then it turned out it was, like, Tom Thibodeau yeah. again. in uh Tyler uh-huh. Lydon I would say is the least likely NBA <laughs> player to ever end up on this list like I just I cannot see it
0: I think Gorky
1: Jang is weirder than like, Tyler Lydon can you imagine being a rookie that summer and just being like oh, I just I can't get enough I just love what he yeah, does
0: I feel like um yeah, Udonis Haslam also would be,
1: like, a weird one. <laughs> yeah, and that, that I'd be like, did you... It'd be like are you David just from Cooper. Miami? Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Carter Williams, that would be one where... <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine him, like, bringing people joy.
0: Um. Alright, Sean. you uh, You've got... These next two stories are all yours, baby.
1: Okay, I want to get. I feel like I want to acknowledge this, but not support it. So, a seafood place in Baltimore went after Zach Levine on Twitter for absolutely no reason. It was just like a random drive-by because they were they were going after a pita. Volt fan
0: was fighting with them.
1: Yeah, but I think like I think they were. It was like. They were agreeing about their dislike for pita, which I guess goes after. So, so in the middle of
0: of post- you've got to tell this. You've got to walk this story way back.
1: All right, uh, so let's there's go a,
0: from the beginning.
1: There is a there's a seafood restaurant called Jimmy's Famous Seafood that is in Baltimore, Maryland, and they have uh, a pretty wild social media presence. And at first, I was like, "Ugh, this is like." a brand really trying to make themselves relevant. But after looking at, you know, like like how, like, oh, oh, whoa, Domino's has responded to people who say they want Domino's, and they're all sassy. Like, like sassy yeah, or brands like, is extremely... Or it's like,
0: <laughs> Wendy's went after McDonald's on Twitter. And you're
1: not going to believe it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and I was going to say sassy brands acting out on Twitter is very 2018, but it's actually... Sort of more twenty sixteen yeah say. uh, but I think this is not I think this is a dude who owns and manages this restaurant who responds. named Jimmy, uh maybe i, I can't <laughs> tell, but uh given given their yelp reviews, it sounds like this is a guy who has like rabbit ears and like literally responds to everything anyone ever says, uh-huh, so in the midst of like. Again, like going after Peta and and tweeting weird stuff about like all the animals that Peta has murdered somehow. Uh, you know, like normal seafood restaurant customer service Twitter account behavior. Uh, a guy from Chicago. Wait, I'm gonna, I gotta pull up this actual tweet. Stupid Jimmy's famous seafood. Uh, oh yeah, they, they'll they'll do things like. Tweeting, tweeting a big picture crabs and good morning at Peta. Yeah, that's how this started. Crab emoji. Uh, Yeah, like people say, people say anything else, and he's like making fun of people's hair and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, sorry. They tweet so much; it's very hard to find. So they get into this argument where a guy says, uh, "All he says is." I was sleepy as hell after this red-eye flight until I ran across Jimmy's Seafood repeatedly slaughtering PETA. I'm wide awake now. And then he hashtags it, Open up shop in Chicago. Jimmy's famous Seafood said, If MJ comes out of retirement to play for y'all again, we'll come along as part of the package too. And then the guy says, How about Zach Levine instead? Mike is 50-something and probably 250. Hashtag no thanks. Pretty funny. I mean... Michael Jordan would not be a good NBA player right now. I'm no, say but that. he
0: would probably close down Jimmy's famous seafood.
1: Yeah, I mean... uh, him and Oak. Just uh, yeah, uh,
0: just sauntering in, tequila bottles in hand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and then Jimmy's famous seafood said, "How about you give us the seventy-eight mil you wasted on Levine, and we give you free crab cakes for life?" Which is Really ridiculous. Zach Levine saw it and wrote back, "I'm allergic to sea- shellfish anyway." And Jimmy's famous seafood wrote, "And defense," which, uh huh. This has got to stop. Like, like, why does Zach Levine have to go into some asshole's bizarro anti-peta screeds? Uh, like, like it just. Like Zach Levine even made like a funny comment, and it was just like, "Oh fuck you!" Like you're not even in the same city as him. Uh, anyway, right. just, Looking at looking at all their Yelp reviews, uh, all of the complaints are like, "No one served us." They have a weird arbitrary dress code. I asked a question, and this manager came out and lectured me. Um, mm-hmm. One guy said. I was asked to leave a 5-star review in order to get bonus points at the trivia game hosted here. Personally, I think that's pretty lame and dishonest. I think that, so instead I left a 1-star l- review. The owner of the restaurant then got on the phone with a friend of mine who made the reservation for that day and gave him a hard time about the negative review. Needless to say, I will never be back to this place. Now to be fair, it's a bullshit reason to give a 1-star review. I got to say. Uh, yeah. And then sure. he's and then the response from the manager is very bad restaurant owner, which is I'm sorry to see that you left a one-star review after all the courtesies extended to you on behalf of your friend. We allowed your team to enter friends trivia despite having been sold out as a sign of appreciation and respect to Eric. Despite feeling the need to give the camera a middle finger in a group photo of a family event, we continue to treat you and your team with complete and utter respect as we do all our customers. When we do ask our guests to leave positive reviews based off their experience, they are by no means forced or required. As you mentioned, you did receive great hospitality and food from Jimmy's today. I can promise you when I tell you why we will not miss you here at Jimmy's and can assure you that this review or any you can post will not slow down our commitment to excellence nor hinder our guests from sharing their five-star experiences with the world. I'm, sure you, I'm sorry that you chose to turn my respect for Eric into a juvenile show of behavior. Keep it classy. Uh, and then there's a lot of reviews about people being poisoned by the food. Uh, that's some straight-up Amy's Baking Company yes, shit, dude. Yes, this is a Kitchen Nightmares place waiting to happen. And, Gordon uh, Ramsay needs to show up at this place and be like,
0: your new menu? a uh, uh, classic burger. Add a burger. Because that's all he does. He puts a burger on the menu, and then he wipes his hands and then leaves, and then the restaurant closes two weeks later.
1: <laughs> Man. Ugh. This is uh yeah. Well like he's gonna gonna throw Zach Levine food. He's gonna call something a a dog's dinner. Is that for yeah, he would throw Uh something into the ocean, right? Like a crab cake (laughs) would go back into the ocean.
0: yes, one hundred percent. Uh I'm sorry, Zach Levine. Jimmy Seafood,
1: delete your account. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like like Like, people are going to be like, oh, they got the funniest Twitter. I got to go to Jimmy's Famous Seafood.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. You want to walk us through this next story about this Knicks fan?
1: Yeah. uh, Somebody put their Knicks fandom on eBay. Which, before
0: we get to this, we should just point out that that annoying gun girl on Twitter is a Knicks fan. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. She she was deciding whether she should wear a, a Porzingis jersey... A Carmelo or, or a Mello. Porzingis
0: jersey to an open carry rally.
1: And I got to tell you, uh, the Mello jersey is absolutely... Because Carmelo Anthony has said, you can take this de- basketball out of my cold, dead hands when someone asked him <laughs> to pass. That's why Jeremy Lynn had to go. Um,
0: yeah, and also... We're not talking about this this much because uh, our tipster extraordinaire at NoFriendo on Twitter gave us the tip, but then also gave us a joke we cannot top, which I will just say here. Please. Uh, I said to nofrendo, wait, this can't be real. Wasn't she complaining about how New York was a cesspool? And then he said, the true cesspool is Nick's fandom.
1: Boom, baby. In your face. <laughs> Open carry girl slash Spike Lee slash Woody Allen slash Larry David. <laughs> slash <laughs> David, David Duchovny. David Duchovny uh, and Jon Stewart looking disappointed next to his son. Isn't that what happens a lot of Knicks games? by I leaving anyone oh, out? speaking of Jon <laughs>
0: Stewart, speaking of
1: Jon Stewart, there's another
0: thing I forgot to put on the rundown we should talk about. Oh, okay. Uh LeBron James has been in L.A. for how long now? Like Uh, a month and a
1: half? A month and a half, yeah. Uh,
0: And he already has an HBO special coming on tomorrow, and then is starring in what seems like the strangest animated movie I've ever seen. Uh, (laughs) I've only seen a poster for it. Uh I can't even tell you what it's called. Um, But... Let's talk about the Uninterrupted Special first that's going to be on HBO tomorrow. Yes. Uh, It's, I believe, Draymond Green. Great. LeBron James. Candace Parker. Hmm. Snoop Dogg. What? There's somebody else. (laughs) And then Jon Stewart in a barbershop just chopping it up.
1: How did they choose Jon Stewart? I guess no he's under fucking contract, clue. Dude. He's under contract with HBO. Is that it? <laughs> like, I don't think LeBron was even on the Daily Show, right? So this is going to be like a full ass, a full
0: TV series. series. I think the shop. Yeah. Um,
1: now here's a question: Is this in the BCU? The barbershop. Cinematic the barbershop universe.
0: cinematic universe. No, this is in the the UCU. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The uninterrupted cinematic universe, along with the wall. Uh, yeah. Chris Hardwick, Chris Hardwick, and um, um, that CJ McCollum sh- uh, podcast I think is uninterrupted as uh-huh. well, as well as the Rosgold on Wooday one.
1: Draymond seems to be like yeah. the number two guy they have though, because or maybe it's just that. Cause they had a lot of stuff with him in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah but- no, he's
0: got his own uninterrupted show and
1: podcast. He's like,
0: if LeBron James is the, um, if he's the Tony Stark of the uh, uninterrupted cinematic universe, Draymond Green is the Captain America.
1: Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, and he's that's why he's a criminal too. Right? He tried to uh, he tried to register. Me? Well, I mean Draymond Green in the like civil war sense, he's the one who's been like penalized by the league. You know what I mean? He's okay. much, he's the outlaw. I, I shouldn't have said so I, outlaw. I,
0: I found this animated movie. Uh huh. Um it's called <laughs> Small Foot. What say that again? It's called Small Foot. Oh, uh, and um, it comes out September 28th, and so far there are just bus bus posters of this movie all over LA. There's so many. And yes, there's just one character, but so many of them just say Smallfoot, LeBron James as Guang and then has like a picture of a blue a blue guy. That's uh, so... Some other voices in Smallfoot. Yeah, please, please. Uh, Zendaya. Okay. Channing Tatum. Great. James
1: Corden. America's favorite talk show host. Danny DeVito. Oh, f- from Space Jam. Common uh, and from... LeBron James. Well, I mean, it is. Uh, it does have a basketball <laughs> player in it, so it also has to have Common in it. Uh. Well, because he is a basketball player, technically, and in so, the do you, do you in know the what...
0: basketball cinematic universe,
1: he's a basketball player. So in in uh, in this movie, Yeti, uh, a Yeti, is is convinced that humans really exist, and they're called the Smallfoot. So it's like a switcheroo. I, I mean, it's a switcheroo. I mean, I don't even fucking care what it's about. I just
0: like don't show me a poster that just says. LeBron James is Guangyi, <laughs> and then in tiny letters, small smallfoot. Foot. You have to tell me what that is. You can't, and then you'll like drive five feet, and it'll be like, "Common is Bombo."
1: <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, the description in Wikipedia does not help that much because here are some here are some descriptions. Zanaya plays Michi, a yeti who believes in the smallfoot and leads the SES despite being the Stonekeeper's daughter. What? Yeah, okay.
0: LeBron James, the reason I bring this up, Yeah. you can have your weird barbershop show, I guess. Uh Uh-huh. But pick your projects better, man.
1: Yeah, that's probably, he shouldn't be making the stretch to be Gwangi a big Yeti.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How many lines do you think he's going to have as Gwangi? Uh, I mean... I bet it's not that many. I bet it's, like, seven.
1: It seems like a lot of the people are just... There's a... They they say the SES constantly in the descriptions, and they do not say... They don't say what that is. Like, they, they constantly say... Well, it's leaving. the
0: student... It's the Student Democratic
1: Society, Oh, right, right, right. right. Okay, the CIA's infiltrating yeah. them with Yeti. Uh... Oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're feeling, were you were you conflicted about whether this was going to be good or not? Because I have some information for you. Uh, oh, there's an please. official partner for the film that is releasing a set of promotional keychains, and that partner is Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, shit, Chuck e. dude. Cheese is, I'm sorry. So, Charles, <laughs> Charles Emerson Cheese.
0: No, but, the E stands for entertainment, oh, dude. Oh, sorry. That's sorry. like an actual fact.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, get, I, your,
0: get your shit together,
1: man. Well, I guess, I guess uninterrupted also stands for entertainment. So, wow. So maybe LeBron could move on. What if he just became the voice of Chuck E. Cheese in all their restaurants? <laughs> hey,
0: it's me. Um, I thought I could do a LeBron James impression, and then it turned out I couldn't. He kind of um, has
1: not that interesting a voice. I gotta say, he nothing wrong with um, it. Just yeah.
0: But oh. let's get back. Oh real yeah, quick sorry. to John Stewart.
1: So yeah, um, <laughs> yes.
2: What? Why, Why is John, John Stewart
1: in this? I think because he's under contract to HBO. I think that's the reason.
0: <laughs> Why is he under contract to HBO? <laughs>
1: uh they they gave him some deal after the Daily Show. They
0: wanted him to make Rosewater too. I mean, look, um... it's uh
1: it seems like HBO likes occasionally hiring people who have had success at other platforms and kinda of giving them a blank check and a blank slate. And mm-hmm. sometimes when you have like a very creative, interesting person that works like very well, and sometimes uh, sometimes a guy doesn't really have an idea. Uh, okay, so so John Stewart signed a four- year deal with HBO uh, like three years ago. And uh, oh, I
0: forgot the other two athletes John Stewart is talking to, by the way, are Odell Beckham and Alvin Kamara.
1: Odell Beckham completely makes sense. Alvin Kamara, uh-huh. I—he's a good football player, but I mean, he seems funny, right? Yeah. For a football player, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> Jon Stewart made a animated parody of a cable news network for HBO, and it got delayed oh, a lot. Oh, it was called—no,
0: no, I know this. It was called, um, uh, it was called Aaron Sorkin's The Newsroom.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was John Stewart's
1: three show. Seasons. Okay, yeah, that yeah makes yeah, sense. Right. Animated Jeff Daniels. <laughs> uh, um, well, actually, yeah, uh, LeBron actually voiced Hamish Linklater's character. Yeah, oh, it makes sense.
0: Uh, I just want to know: Do you? Th- my main question. I brought this up because my question for you, Sean, is: Do you think this is the first time John Stewart's ever been in a black barbershop?
1: Uh... Who? Yeah, I, he like maybe he it's 100% yes. I cannot believe you're thinking about this. I mean, long. He, he lived in New York. I just I don't know.
0: I you've seen
1: like he, you've seen his haircuts throughout the years. Yes. I just I could I could see John Stewart accidentally going there or like during his stand-up years. I don't know. You're right. It's his first time.
0: They never would have let him, look, him going, a black barber would never let him walk out of there with that, that center part haircut he had, like, from 1991 (sighs) to 1998. Yeah, even
1: though they're like, we don't really even cut hair for white people, but you're not leaving.
0: Plus, his line was fucked up. All right, um, all right, Sean, you want to do this, uh? This Knicks fan, you want to talk about oh, this yeah, Knicks yeah, fan? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I did not even look at this story. That's all.
1: Right. That's all right. Uh, so yeah, a guy, a guy put his Knicks fandom on eBay and was like, "I will, like, whoever bids, you can pick what team I'll root for. I will, like, I'll support them. I will attend a game, and I will burn a bunch of. I'll make a video of myself burning this Knicks memorabilia. And his starting bid was nineteen seventy three because that was the last year the Knicks won. Uh, Eventually, some weirdo Laker fan paid this guy $3,500 and was like, look, we're sorry you had to root for the Knicks, but now you can watch a king for once in your life. You know, but it's the same. And that
0: was Adam Levine.
1: One thing that I really like is that people think that making king references to LeBron is, like, very clever, that the well has not been exhausted yet. In the 20 years he's had that nickname, that there's. Yeah, you know who. You know who also does not realize that?
0: Uh. Um. The. the, You know, one of the top 10 coolest players in NBA history, Enos Cantor. Cannot stop making king jokes.
1: Yeah. Uh. Gendered insults as well. Yeah. Also that. Um. (laughs) Still better than Hino Turkaloo. Uh, The Friend to Dictators, and Pizza Restaurants alike. Uh, Anyway, so the guy, uh, they obviously had a lot to say. The guy who bought it was like, we're going to take this guy to some games. And my favorite quote, just in case you're wondering what this guy's like, I already vlog my experiences of NBA games, so doing them with Evan, the Knicks fan sold Solis fandom, is just another thing to add to the videos great he's a vlogger like all those you know who else uh recently started vlogging donald trump who donald trump
0: oh very cool started vlogging what that guy does
1: yeah just right into Uh, the live journal he's and then do you think uh wait do you
0: think donald trump started vlogging because he was worried that like uh the paul brothers were like logan and jake paul were gonna like usurp his terrible fandom
1: yeah i mean actually but, uh, my base i'm losing ground to my base to the paul brothers the trump trade uh, is pretty good but but we're losing guys to team 10 who sarah sanders
0: get me get me a dead body and a gopro yeah, Trump? i need to touch this thing
1: <laughs> got, got committed suicide very weak very weak, very weak rope. <laughs> um, Pranks are funny, mainstream right, media. And then... uh, yeah, so the, the, right. Knicks, the Knicks had a really cool, chill uh, uh, response, which was, we're sure our millions of loyal Knicks fans won't mind losing this attention-grabbing gentleman. We remain focused on the upcoming season with a hard-working team that is proud to represent New York and its dedicated fans. You know what, though? I'm pro the Knicks doing this, because here's the thing.
0: If the Clippers had done this years ago, when uh, Mark Cuban tried to buy Clipper Daryl's fandom, and just, if the Clippers had just let him fucking go, yeah. we wouldn't have to hear about fucking Clipper Daryl anymore. Yeah.
1: Get him out of here, Clipper Daryl. Uh,
0: which, which, by the way, Clipper Daryl, uh, do you have a response? Fire Duck Rivers. Still on that, huh? Okay. okay. Well, um,
1: I don't know if that campaign's going to take off.
0: Sorry to keep adding drops for you having to have to put in Sean. Look, but, this uh, one's a
1: delight. Everyone can't help all myself. Um, <laughs> um, all right, well let's go. Let's go to our last and grossest story. Yes,
0: uh, Stephen Adams, Sean. Was at a basketball camp, and uh, a camper asked him how sweaty his hair got during NBA games, uh-huh. and Stephen Adams's answer is that that it got very sweaty, and quote, "it is real gross."
1: Yeah, that's which not is a bad shame. enough, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, but then he <laughs> claimed he likes to use his sweaty, very gross-tied ponytail. As a weapon in games. Uh Uh-huh. Saying he flicks the sweat-soaked hair at defenders and, quote, it whips them in the eye and they get really mad.
1: That's so Sean, how do you feel about this story? Look, you know how I feel about Steph Curry's mouthpiece? And this, I Mm -hmm. I, I don't like that he takes it out and it's covered in saliva. This is so much grosser and, like, it feels like this is beyond the pale. You know what I mean? Like, you don't... I know, like punching, elbowing, whatever. But you don't need like a gross dude who, like, clearly does not shampoo that hair very often. Hitting you with the eye, like, like you're playing a horse. You know what I mean? Like, a... <laughs> he's like, uh,
0: wasn't there a street fighter character that would whip his ponytail at you? Uh,
1: yeah, that it, sounds, right, it sounds right, right. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, gamer nerds call that number from the top of the. Uh... The but show, like, please I... tell us which Street
1: Fighter character that was. Please, uh, I have not had really long hair, but like the amount you have to sweat, where the end of your ponytail is like a wet towel that you're snapping at people, like a locker room hazing. I,
0: I I feel like this is like. Something like a Bond villain would do, like the the henchman of a Bond villain.
1: Yeah, at that point, why not? Where just, they'd be like,
0: <laughs> like you're where they'd dating. be like, he's got hair that he whips at James Bond. Yeah, and then people would be like, no, that's too gross, man. Yeah, like, and then they'd be like, but no, the Bond villain. Look, he's a megalomaniacal man who is just concerned with doing whatever he wants now. <laughs> <laughs> what if he just... And he won't let anybody touch anything he owns.
1: What if he, what if he just peed in his hair? Wouldn't that be even more of a competitive advantage? Well, that'd be like a baseball move. Yeah, what if he, what if he covered his hair in anthrax? Because that would really piss him <laughs> off. Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, up until this point, I'd been pretty...
0: You know, as everyone knows, I'm a fan of Draymond Green. But I have been anti-him kneeing people in the balls. Uh-huh. I'm going to say... Uh, if Steven Adams whips you in the eye with his sweaty, gross New Zealand hair, uh, feel free to name him in
1: the balls, Draymond. Yeah, he deserves it. Oh, that guy's gross. <laughs> Get out of here, Steven Adams. That's
0: my response. Um, anything you want to plug, Sean?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to have a couple... Yard Barker articles about the Hall of Fame. I think that Grant Hill and Jason Kidd one will be pretty fun. Also, if you have some suggestions for great NBA players who deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, hit me up on Twitter at Sean Keen. Also, in just a week, uh, you can see me at the Up on a Roof show on September 8th, and I'll be movie riffing to Almost Famous on September 23rd at the Alamo Draft House in San Francisco, and actually it's September 24th.
0: Um... What cities are those? Oh, San oh that's San Francisco for I'm sorry of those. yeah uh, sorry, I was searching for if you want to come um, to the
1: Throckmorton and Moran on September eleventh, it's gonna be a tribute to the heroes. It's not. Oh, who's it's gonna be a regular show? standup show oh i I don't know yet. just me me doing twenty minutes. Mm. Uh, no
0: uh, no weird, weird,
1: weird old standups. I mean, probably I don't really I don't know who's on yet
0: um. Do you want to make a guess who's, who it's going to be?
1: Uh, it could be hosted by Mark Pitta. You could have like Chicago Steve Barkley there. You could have uh, uh, Jimmy Green Jeans. He's often there. <laughs> um, you could have. Uh, you could have the the Polish fire chief himself, Mike Zawinski. Uh, uh-huh. He's pretty good. Uh, oh, uh, Lynn Ruth Miller, eighty three year old burlesque performer. She might be there uh oh oh and of course uh there's uh crappy the clown who's a crappy stand-up he does it in full clown makeup and mm-hmm. uh, does a lot of stunts. He uh
0: as violent. always you can follow me on twitter at frankie muniz where three twelve two thousand fourteen, 2014 i tweeted if i accidentally put a live scorpion in my mouth and chewed on it am i going to die don't ask how that happened but my tongue is numb
1: how is he alive? It's that, almost my question every week. Trust the process. Trust the
0: process. Shut it down. Let's go kill a bat because we're all sad about Manu Ginobili.
2: <laughs> Let's see who San Antonio is going to take you. With
1: the 57th selection in the
2: 1999 NBA draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Emmanuel Ginobili from Argentina. Yeah. These bitches can't hold me. These niggas don't know me, but down here I'm like Jonathan. We kick it like Juno. Uno. You can't be my Uno, but I'm ballin' like Mano. These bitches can't hold me. These niggas don't know me, but down here I'm like Jonathan. We kick it like Juno. No, You can't be my Uno, but I'm ballin' like Mano. Money long Tim Duncan Dunk. My partner smoked that Danny Green Some of them even be drunk yeah. Don't drunk. Nah. I'm just spitting facts Back. Down here we get nasty Pop just told you that Don't think that I'm a lame Cause you see that I'm rappin'. Cause I run up in the stands And fight a fan like Steve Jackson Back. Back. Now I wouldn't advise jacking Cause my shooters don't Back. curve Back. Back. Plus I stay with a nine Like Tony Parker from the Spurs my number These bitches can't hold me Back. These niggas don't know me, but down here I'm like Zenobia. We kick it like Juno, you know, you know you.